Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never, never miss a week, ever. Or a day. We don't miss a day or a week. (laughs) That's true. Even if we're in... um, Joshua Tree. I don't know. Even when I'm in Joshua Tree, we I still find a way to do the show. (laughs) I will be, you know, I'll I'll go out into a outside of the cave that I'm staying in, and I'll try and like, and I'll hold my hand up high so I can get the right reception, and I'll and I'll do it. Actually, Joshua Tree is so close to civilization; it's not even funny. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You were saying something. No, I was just going to tell people uh, we are recording live on Mixlr.com, M-I-X-L-R.com slash Drag Race Recap, which we do every Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, listen live there. Uh, some days we miss Monday and do it on Tuesday, but that rarely that happens. That rarely happens. So. In fact, what a glorious Monday it is. I wonder what's going to happen today. <laughs> Who knows what the week holds for us, Mike Lawson? So true. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up with you? What's going on? Tell me about everything. I know Sweet Michael came to visit. Is that... A story we're going to talk about? Yeah, look, I had a great time with this sweet Michael. He's one of my best friends, you know? So, and I only, you know, he hadn't been here in like two years, almost two years. We were coming up on two years. And so it was great to see him. I know everyone's expecting, like, every time someone comes to visit Joe Batanz, there's a huge problem. There's a drama. He, someone hurts his feet. Nope. No drama. No problems. Um, we did go with uh, friends of the show, Nico Marti and oh, Nico Martinez and John Marti. <clears throat> uh-huh. They're in their names. And on like a theater tour or something, We went right? on the theater tour. And you know what's so funny is uh, it was a really cool tour. It was like a three-hour walking tour. There were so many weird things about this tour. Let me tell you. First of all, it was, and by the way, it, it what's funny was 19 people had signed up for the tour, but only... Um, myself, Sweet Michael, the uh, John and Nico, and then an old man who was eating eating like an egg croissant the entire three hour <laughs> tour. It was really weird. And this young Latino couple who hated me, they were the only ones there. And I guess because it, it was so cold, people backed out. And the guy was like, and the tour guide was this old man. He was like, "They're silly because today, I guess you usually only get into one of the theaters, and today we were getting to the three, the three best ones." Yeah. Uh, and he's all like, you're going to miss out on the three theaters. We got to go to, right? So we started doing the tour. And this look, he's in his 70s, okay? And it's just a 70-something-year-old man doing the tour, okay? So he's yeah. telling us every little detail about everything. Because, you know, obviously he's a docent. This is the Broadway walking tour, but they also have an Art Deco tour. They also mm-hmm. have... Um, is it city-sponsored? No, it's through, it's through it this organization called the LA Conservancy, and they're like okay. into like preserving old buildings, right? And so they do all sorts of tours. So he, he's clearly does all the tours, right? Because we're getting non-theater stuff, like in that building over there. Like, and by the way, so not specific. There's one he goes like, and I know John Marti argued with me about this later, but he goes like, this um, this building was the Beaux Art style. And the Beaux Art style is known for a bottom and a middle and a top. And I was like, "Don't all buildings have bottoms, middles, and tops? How is that specific?" To then John Marti was explaining to me later, and I was just like, ah, it's, "Well, maybe he's saying like a distinct bottom, yes. a distinct middle, and a distinct exactly, top, which would be different." Yeah, that's exactly what you meant. They had like different styles for each one, but all he said was bottom, middle, and top. Anyway. So we move on, right? And I guess because we were in these three theaters, they were going to only open up at certain times for us, right? Okay, yeah. So as we're walking, he's stopping. He tells, and I'm like, well, I don't know if we're going to make it in time. We're getting close, right? And then I don't know if you saw on my Instagram. All of a sudden, there was a parade of Aztec people dancing down the street. Mm-hmm. And so that passes by, and we all stop and stare. And he goes, he tells me, he goes, oh, wow, someone at the door. At the time, he goes, um, he says, 
I don't know if we're going to make it to the theater on time because we have to be there in like, you know, like five minutes or something. We're way down the street. And I go, well, let's just keep walking. We'll go. You know, we'll make it. Yeah. We're walking. And then he stops by an ad. There's an ad on the wall of a picture of Audrey Hepburn in Times Square. And he goes, mm-hmm. he stops all of us. He's like, I'm going to tell you something. This is not uh, Times Square. I mean, this is not downtown LA. This is Times Square. I lived in New York. And starts telling us about how he lived in New York. And he goes, and you know who this actress is? That's, that's Audrey Hepburn. And starts telling us about the odd. I'm like, aren't we going to be late for the theater? So anyway, yeah. we get to the theater. I feel like that's just the typical type for a walking tour guy. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't stop themselves. Yeah. No, no, you're right. They have to, you have to tell you about this ad. Yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, as we're walking to that first theater, we pass by the storefront on the other side of the street. It's called, oh gosh, I remember what it was called. But it was some name of, of a something. It was like the Crazy Monster or something like that, right? And he goes, mm-hmm. guys, at, at the end of this tour, I'm going to take you to the Crazy Monster. You guys are not going to believe what's in that storefront, okay? It's, you're not going to believe it. We're like, okay. So we go to the theater. Whatever, we see that theater, who cares, right? We go to another theater, whatever. Then we stop outside of this place. He's pointing out. Now, this is interesting about, like, uh, this famous, um, have you ever heard? Well, there's this famous silent movie called Safety Last. You've probably seen the picture where it's a guy hanging by the one of the uh, arms of a clock up far by the building. Sure. Uh, and, uh, and you could tell this, I'm such a dick. I wasn't even thinking about this at this point, right? But he goes, um, he he takes out a picture, that famous picture of the guy h- hanging from the clock. And he yeah. says, and, and you can, I'll t- let me break it down after I tell you what happens. So he goes, does anybody know who this actor is? And I go, yeah, it's Harold Lloyd. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, it is. He goes, uh, most people usually <laughs> say Buster Keaton, but uh, you're right, Harold Lloyd. And he goes, but I got this. Yeah. For, I got you on this one. What's weird about his right hand? You see his right hand, and everyone's like going, oh, what's wrong with his right hand? Well, what's weird about it? And I go, it's fake. And he goes, okay, do you know why? I go, yeah, he's holding some sort of firecracker when they're making a movie, and it blew like two of his fingers off. And he goes, oh, wow. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> And you could tell that so was like, a prosthetic hand. Well, yes, he only wore it in the movie. He wore usually what he wore was a glove, right? Some sort of glove that had prosthetic fingers in it because, yeah, he was like he was only missing like two fingers or something. Anyway, yeah. but you could tell this was his, um, this was his big moment. You know that he that he like saved to tell people and surprise them, and I just fucking just shit all over it. I should just pretend I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. It's like when someone says, like, what did the monkey say to the banana? You're not supposed to guess. You're just supposed to say what. Yeah, exactly. What did the monkey say to the banana? And then enjoy the joke. You're not supposed to try to actually guess what the monkey said to the banana. I wasn't thinking at the time. I was tired, right? Then we go, then we're walking back and we go to this crazy monster or whatever. I don't remember what it's called, right? And it has, like, these crazy sculptures in the front, right? And I'm thinking, oh, there must be some sort of weird... Because, but it looks new, because we've been going to old buildings, right? Sure. But it looks kind of, like, new and modern. We go, like, what is this, right? We go in, and everyone's like, welcome. The people are welcome. And then we go, we walk back. It's a sunglasses store? <laughs> and it's cool. like, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, hang out. Here, isn't this cool? And that was the end of the tour. No, no, no. That wasn't the end of the tour. Because he goes, we have one more oh. stop. I, I was hoping it was. I was like, oh, thank God. We've been there for three hours <laughs> walking around, right? And he goes, we have one more place. And this was actually cool. But, you know, what's funny is, like I told you, you probably usually, like you said, you only get in one theater. We got into three. So by this point, I'm sick of seeing, seeing theaters. But you can tell this is like their go-to place they can always get into. And that's where they end the tour. Yeah. So it's a, it's actually a jewelry store, Right. But it used to be a theater, but when you go into the jewelry store, when you look up, the theater is still there with all these little jeweler, jewelers, but like the theater is still there. Oh, yeah, it's kind of cool. That's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. But the point is, so don't, like, if you've ever been on these tours, right, they usually go, well, thank you very much. This is the end of the tour. Thank you for coming to the LA Conservancy. If you want to learn more, go to laconservancy.org, where there's all sorts of tours. We do, they do the whole spiel, right? 
Yeah. And then, but at this point, my name is Joe Batanz, and thank you so much for coming. Well, hopefully we see you next time, right? No, Mike Lawson. It was like, yeah, and then you'll notice that the beam is from there. That's where they used to hang the curtains. Anyway, I got to catch my red line back to North Hollywood. See you guys later. And he just walked away. The we end. Like, the end. And then we were, he just like literally just grabbed his book bag and walked out. And we were like, everyone was just like, what? And then we were just left there huh. in the jewelry store. Like literally just walked out. It was the weirdest, well, weirdest thing ever. So uh, anyway, that you was walked here. You know how to get back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's called Gentle Monster, by the way. Oh, oh how South did you Korean eyewear out? brand, Gentle Monster. Um, Susan Sarandon loves it. Tilda Swinton loves it. Beyonce's shop there. It's like a cult brand sunglass store with like weird sculptures in the lobby and stuff yes oh my gosh it's so funny that you that you feel i'm like look mike lawson internet detective what's going on with you mike lawson um what is going on with me man it's been boring over here Mm -hmm. um i did want to tell you one thing real quick this is some show business friend of the show humble pie Mm -hmm. who's a rupaul drag race recap fan yeah sent me a nice email about sex toys i guess like in like episode 170 or ish Around there, I said something about how I don't understand why we don't have, like, long-distance sex toys. Mm-hmm. Like, where one person could, like, fuck a sex toy, and then on, you know, miles away, the other person could be fucked by that person kind yeah. of, like, remotely. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that there are sex toys that allow you to do that. Um, some of them are kind of on the older side. They've been doing it for years. So, thank you, Humble Pie, for sending in that email and letting me know. Um and oh, so I wanted to tell you, Joey, I had a disgusting uh, I'm glad we took a week off mm-hmm. because I remember how I got diagnosed with herpes. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah. It was one of my favorite so, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so the herpes was like not going away with the antiviral stuff that I took. And like okay. I started getting hives all over my body. Um, like. At first, it was just like, oh, I have a little bit of a skin rash, and I had just purchased a new bar of soap, Mm -hmm. like a new brand, um, one that I thought actually was going to be like gentle. It's like this um, Tom's brand, you know, Mm -hmm. that doesn't use like harsh chemicals. Yeah, like they have the same thing with the deodorant. Yes. So I bought a Tom's bar of soap, and then I started breaking out into hives, and I'm like, oh, I'm allergic to some ingredient in there. No big deal. Throw it away. Rash will go away, you would mm-hmm. think, right? Mm-hmm. So this small rash on my chest soon spread to my whole torso. <gasps> oh, my God. Then to my, then to my arms. Then to my legs. One morning I woke up and it was like on my fi- – almost like my eyes were swollen almost. Oh it just goodness. was like – Yeah, intense. So I go back to the doctor and when I'm there, I got a – he did. He doesn't know what what's happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes like a million gallons of blood out of my body for to test. Mm-hmm. And for the first, I, I I give blood every three months, give or take. Mm-hmm. And I'm. I mean, I don't love doing it, but I'm. Do you I've grown lie and say you're not gay? Um, it's for. <laughs> it. I don't. Uh, donate blood. I like get my blood tested every three oh, months. Oh, 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 I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I think when you donate and, blood. Uh, <laughs> and um, so I don't love it, but I'm like accustomed to it, and mm-hmm. you know, I I do it. Mm-hmm. And so I w- got all this blood taken, and for the first time ever, I was mm-hmm. like almost ready to pass out <gasps> during it. Oh, it was really? so much blood. Yeah. And then I got a flu shot on that same visit, and I got. Uh, steroids injected into my butt to hopefully help with the hives. Mm -hmm. So all this happens. And what I knew that steroids make your blood sugar kind of uh, spike, but I didn't really know how much Mm -hmm. I was irresponsible. I ate lunch and didn't inject insulin and then went to the office. And when I got to the office, I was like, Oh, I didn't inject insulin. I should do that now. Mm -hmm. So I test my blood sugar and my meter goes to 600. Mm hmm. And the meter said greater than 600 <gasps> when I got there. Yeah. Wait, isn't it like you're it in the like, hospital? Yeah, close. <laughs> I mean, you know, d- depending. 
whatever i handled it i injected a ton of insulin right there and then i just went home i like basically got to the office i was there less than an hour turned around and went home because i knew at greater than 600 i was gonna start to feel like shitty i was gonna start to feel like i was gonna throw up and Mm -hmm. flu-like symptoms right yeah so I sit down on the bar on my way home after being in the office for an hour and I'm uncomfortable. I'm sweaty. I'm like just starting to feel gross, but I got to like see doing the show. Yeah. I got a seat and I'm cool. Yeah. But right. The stop right before we go under the tunnel mm-hmm. uh, to get back to the East Bay, mm-hmm. uh, the doors open up and 30 children walk on the bar. Like a like a school group of kids, mm-hmm. ages like six to ten, young, Ugh. and they were like well behaved, but they're still kids, and their like energy is like that kid energy, and it's just like ugh, made everything worse. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there like sweating and trying not to like uh, I don't know pay attention to what's going on, but um, as we get under the bay, I'm like I have to throw up. And I consider getting off the train kind of around West Oakland. But then I'm like, then I have to wait for the next part. That's going to take, you know, it's going to take me another 20, 30 minutes to get home. All yeah. I want to do is get home, mm-hmm. throw up when I get home and get in bed and not pay, you know, forget everything for a few hours. Yeah. So the stop before my house, Joey, the doors open and I'm like, you know what? I'm doing okay. I'm going to make it home. And as soon as the door shut, meaning I'm trapped on this train, Mm -hmm. like my mouth starts to water. You know that like pre-throw up kind of feeling? Yeah. Uh So I had a – in my bag I had like – I packed a like a protein shake that I was going to drink for the day. And I wrapped it in like a Target bag, like a grocery bag. Yeah. So I pulled that out. I take the protein shake out and then I just threw up (gasps) in the Target bag. In On the bus? On the BART train, yeah. Strangely and, not the I mean, grossest thing that happened on the BART train that day, which is really weird. It's the grossest thing I've done on a BART train, but it's yeah. certainly not the grossest thing I've seen on a BART train. Yeah, another gross thing that happened in that particular BART train that day. Right. Yeah. At that moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At that moment, even, it wasn't the grossest thing, yeah. But, I mean, luckily these kids are, like, loud and, like, yelling at each other and the train is loud. Nobody's really noticing. There was one woman that was, like, watching me the whole time. She was, like, mm-hmm. uh... Uh, uh, um, chaperone for this kid group. Yeah, and I was sitting there like sweating and like obvious. I probably looked like I was on drugs because I like couldn't sit still. Mm-hmm. I was like holding my head. <clears throat> I was like putting my hands in my uh, my face in my hands. Mm-hmm. I was like wiping sweat off. I was probably looking sick, whatever. Yeah. But she watched me throw up, and I threw up a lot, Joey. Ooh, like okay. yes. this. I don't, I don't want to get into too many details, yeah, but, like, I told you I had eaten lunch. Uh-huh. That all came up. Yeah. And it was, like, a, a grocery bag half full of vomit. And luckily, the bag didn't, like, drip or anything. It was, like, all contained in the bag. I guess that's a Wow, you're a so lucky. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> you're the luckiest person on this planet. Wow. Did you, did you find a four-leaf clover that day? Yeah. <laughs> And so then I got off the train and just threw it away. Oh, yeah. What um, else would you do with it? And then lived life, yeah. But I should tell you, Joey, yeah. um, when they took their six gallons of blood, they found out I don't have herpes. I actually have syphilis. Oh. Well, so there, there's okay. news for you. So then I'm taking like an antibiotic and yeah. life is good and whatever. But I don't have herpes, which I guess is kind of another blessing. Yeah. So I did find a four-leaf clover because herpes doesn't go away. But syphilis, syphilis yeah. Well, so. also thank God uh, that they found that out because if they didn't treat it, then at a certain point it becomes untreatable, and then you yeah. die. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you go Dead. crazy. And so we're thinking that perhaps the body hives was my body kind of like freaking out, like why aren't you taking care of? I don't know this shit. I'm not sure, but the body hives are gone. I'm, I'm on surprised, a, though, that when you went to the doctor, he just didn't do an STD check. Why did he just go, and it's herpes, and what, it was a nurse. Remember, it was like a nurse. Yeah, so I got diagnosed with herpes be- based on the way it looked, and mm-hmm. I was told to go see my primary care, who would then send me for blood tests and all that, and I just kind of didn't do that. So, Oh. 
I know uh, some people. It was, was kind of my fault. I got to text I mean, some people ish. right now. So don't listen to this episode. I don't want to hear it. Wait, what? Well, like remember when you, with the with the um, prep call, and I got a couple of phone calls from people who were like, "What's wrong with Mike Lawson? Why is he afraid oh, to yeah. talk to his doctor?" <laughs> well, it's not fear. It's more like my I'm just too busy. That's a lie, actually. <laughs> I started this episode by saying there's no stories for me to tell. Yeah, and I was like, nothing wait, what? My- I have nothing going on, Joe. I just don't have herpes. I have syphilis. Anyway, what's going on with you, Joe? What did you see Michael do? <laughs> so there you go, guys. I don't have herpes after all. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out it was syphilis. In in a weird way, I feel that it makes me happy. Like, because it'll oh, go yeah. away. Why wouldn't you be? I could treat it. Yeah. Herpes. I mean, a lot of people listening to this have herpes, so I'm not herpes shaming you, mm-hmm, sure. but it sucks. You know it sucks. And then you have to worry about it coming back. That yeah. sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just sucks. Yeah. So Sounds like you're on top of the what, world, Mike Lawson. I don't, I don't know anyone luckier than you. You got some great news. I mean, you your, your vomit bag didn't leak, and you don't have herpes. You have syphilis. That body rash was so disgusting, though. Like... I felt I'm trying to even like I just felt like I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to like move. <clears throat> I stopped going to the gym. Mm-hmm. It just was like a really disgusting couple of weeks where like I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to put clothes on. It just was like miserable. It was a cycle of like misery. But anyway, speaking of vomiting, uh, had you told anyone, any of your partners that you had herpes that you did to go back and tell them? Yeah. Like, oh, you did. Yeah. Well, there were two people who I picked it up at one of these two places. Mm -hmm. I'm certain of that. The syphilis. Both of them claimed to know nothing about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing's happened on our end. Um, And then once I found out it was syphilis, I sent a text and corrected. And one of the dudes is like friendly and we're like we're more than just sex we're like friends and yeah you know we can hang well mm-hmm. once when i told him i had herpes it wasn't like i was getting invited over though yeah. so <laughs> maybe we are just sex but we're friendly and cool and the other one was just kind of like sex and you know that it, i have no intention of seeing the guy again so mm-hmm. i did send a text and haven't heard anything from him since the what the happened correction. to Chokey McChokerson? Has have you heard from him? Uh, give me more info. Who are you talking about? There was a guy that choked in front of you. And you just stared at him and laughed. Oh, <laughs> he ghosted me. I did tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I don't know if there been any. De- it's been like two weeks. I don't know if there been any development no. since. No. The last thing. The last thing. I sent like nice texts, and he responded with like nothing um, other than like yes. You know, and with no questions, like no engaging me back. Yeah, yeah. And so then I sent something else to him and he like responded just by like a t- uh, iMessage reaction. Like mm-hmm. he thumbs up it or something. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so I let it just like disappear. And Starbucks boy is pretty much gone now, right? Because isn't he coming back to Los Angeles? Yeah, he's going in January. But he um, – we, I told you the last time – I think we talked on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ha- like we had stopped texting. Yes, I went into a Starbucks. He sent me a text. Yes, and then I was like, you know what? He sent me a text. He his text said, "Oh, you look good" or something like that. So yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna try for it yes, because I, yes, I don't want to be the worst fucking gay guy, like Joe mm-hmm. says. Yeah. So I sent a text saying like, "Hey, you should come hang out in Oakland at my house one night or something mm-hmm. like that." Like very clearly, like come over and let's fuck but yeah. also like i didn't say those words mm-hmm. uh and then he said nothing back <laughs> oh but i don't know if you'd heard from him again or anything no nothing so now you know the ball he forced me to like put the ball back into my court and then mm-hmm. when i hit it he was like mm, not interested there are a lot of gay guys who are in the moment do you know what i'm saying like yeah. they mean like right now and if you can't do right now then they're not interested yeah you know it's so. weird. Yeah, well, what are you going to uh, do? 
that's my life. Mm-hmm. Do you have any news stories you wanted to tell me about? Oh, yeah. I forgot that we do news stories in the middle. I was getting ready to... Yes, I do have a news story. Let me just pull it up because I, I forgot that we do... <laughs> I was going on our old paradigm there that we do news stories at the end, which I don't know why this never occurred to us that we should just do them in the middle. It makes so much more sense. I'm also just vamping so I can open up the articles. If you can't tell that I'm doing that. Uh, While you're doing that, I want to say there's a lot of people listening live on Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap right now because we're mm-hmm. recording live. Uh, and you're missing out. Uh, after breakfast, we serve some tea. Yeah. And I know Joe has at least one story that he's going to tell me once oh, we yeah. stop recording. So, mm-hmm. so. Uh, you might want to join us on Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap next week. All Don't right. miss out. Police, Mike Lawson, listen to this. Police wait out barricaded burglar by ordering some In-N-Out burger. Okay. An unnamed robbery suspect barricaded himself inside an L.A. area In-N-Out earlier today, leading to an hours-long standoff that has grown to involve a SWAT team and several road closures. As of 2.45 p.m. today, that was yesterday, Monday, I mean yesterday, Sunday, one person was taken into custody at the standoff ended without any incident. Police officers were on the scene since before dawn and apparently grew so hungry themselves, they actually ordered in and out from a different location for lunch. That's what? pretty much it. But the point is this. My question to you, Mike Lawson, is when you were eating meat, what were your thoughts on the famous burger chain in and out I like in and out I still do. You can do um, – it's not on the menu, but you they call it a grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. But it's basically their normal sandwich hamburger with no <clears throat> hamburger patty. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious, and you get it with grilled onions, and mm-hmm. it's great. I'm a fan of the in and out I feel like if you grew up in SoCal, you have to kind of be a fan of in and out yeah. It's a thing. Well, look, I we all know. Look, I'm I'm whatever about In and Out. In fact, I just read something from a a foodie who was from Los Angeles who was like, In and Out's okay. That's how I feel, right? Yeah. I just don't like when people shit on this In and Out and they live other places, i.e., Arkansas. But I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, so that was was this guy st- trying to rob the In and Out or yeah, yeah, the guy was well, the guy broke in in the middle of the night. Okay, so there was oh. and he set off an alarm. The police show up. Uh, and surround the place. He's barricaded inside, and then they're just waiting him out. As they're waiting him out, they're like, "You know what? In and Out sounds good. Can someone go get In and Out for us?" And so they went and got In and Out from another In and Out, and uh, and ate their double doubles while they waited for this guy to come out of the In and Out. I don't know how to spell monocle. M O N O C L E. Oh, cool. I spelled it right. Uh, in the chat, somebody said that uh, Sophie said syphilis is such an old-timey disease. Isn't it super rare? And I said mine does wear a monocle. Yeah. Um, it, it, every time I think of syphilis, I think of Al Capone. Because Al Capone had syphilis. He had syphilis. That's what he actually died from. He had syphilis, and then he went to jail, and the police refused to treat it. So then he went crazy, and he died. Oh, wow. Maybe that's what's happening to me. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, Joey... In San Francisco, um, there's this pervasive property crime here that doesn't get a lot of attention. Everyone just kind of knows it's happening. Mm-hmm. People are really are calling it porch piracy, mm-hmm. and it's basically swiping packages off yeah. of people's front steps, right? Yeah. And th- I mean, this is a common problem that's happening all over the world, mm-hmm. but in San Francisco, it's kind of you know a big deal. People are installing these stupid like um uh i don't know why i called it stupid that was judgment that i don't actually have but they're installing these like uh cameras at their front door Mm -hmm. but all they're doing are taking pictures of the thieves but then like then what Mm -hmm. um there's just so them but the problem's gotten so bad that if you've the phrase amazon packages stolen is googled more often here in san francisco than in any other city in the country yeah so we're number Mm -hmm. one at that um, but it's people are doing weird things like getting their packages delivered to the drugstore next door to their house. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing people are doing. I don't, is this a problem in LA too, or is this a San Francisco thing? I don't think it's as big as it is in San Francisco, but it is a big problem in LA. But I feel like, not to defend Amazon, but and not only Amazon's anything wrong, but Amazon does offer the Amazon locker service, and I think it's at every 7 Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, Amazon lockers are big up here now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're everywhere in the city, but it's basically like 
imagine like school lockers inside yeah. a business like a 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And when your package gets delivered, you get a code and then you go to this Amazon thing, type in the your info and then the locker unlocks and your package is there safe. And then doesn't Amazon um, offer that thing now where you let them into your house or something? And yeah, that's there? a thing too where the delivery person gets a code and then can type that in in your front door and then just throw the thing in to your house. I think that's great. Um I don't know. I've never had anything stolen off of my front porch. I don't one thing I did we have a nice kind of like heavy duty gate. So mm-hmm. deliveries put on our front stoop actually somebody would have to really be snooping to try to get them. But what yeah. they could do is if they see the UPS guy show up, mm-hmm. they could you know, after he leaves just follow him in and then pick up the package. I did have I purchased a uh like a wireless mouse and keyboard for Mac mm-hmm. on Amazon. And it said it was delivered and then it wasn't here when I got home. So I filed mm-hmm. a claim. Mm-hmm. They said, I'm so sorry. We'll send you a second one. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I got the original one. Like it said that it was delivered and for some reason it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then I got it the next day. Mm-hmm. So then they sent me two. I think that might've been a story that I talked it about. Was, on here too. It was it wasn't like a battery or something like that, like a cell phone battery or something. Oh no, that did happen. No, that was, I thought it was broken. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I claimed that it was broken. They sent me a second one and then I was like, Oh, I didn't read the directions. Right. So I guess that's the thing that I do, No, this but I've received, go ahead. So I received two of those because I claimed one was stolen, but it wasn't actually stolen. This happened to my dad a couple of times. But the funny thing is, the first time it happened, okay, it made sense, right? It did, they said it got delivered. It didn't. My dad reported they sent another one. And then, like, I don't know, a day later, somebody comes to their door and says, like, hey, I'm your neighbor. And they're like, you know, my par- I'm going to make up a number here. My, let's say my parents' address is 12345, right? Well, yeah. this neighbor's address is 12354. Okay, and so there we got your package, and they brought it to us. My dad's like, "Oh," and he called. He called Amazon, and they were like, "Oh, well, you know what? Just it. Whatever he bought was so cheap. They were like, just never mind, just keep it, right? Like, you know, shipping it back to us will actually cost us money. A package of pencils or something like that, right? Yeah. Then very shortly after, same thing happened. They say it's delivered. He doesn't. He goes, "Oh my god, it's stolen!" I go, "Why don't you wait to see?" If the neighbors bring it, because he couldn't remember what their actual address was. He goes, no, 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 I think this time it's stolen. That what, what, what are the odds that it happens? Reports are stolen. The next day they come and they go, looks like it happened again. Yeah. Looks like the UPS guy has dyslexia. Yeah. And so that uh, hasn't happened since then. But, like, yeah, you have, you have, it, it's weird because you have to, like, yeah. I don't know what to do there because sometimes it is just an honest mistake, and then it, yeah. it, it landed up. But but the stealing the a, packages is crazy though. It's never. I'm surprised it hasn't happened to my parents. Knock on wood, because um, they live on a very exposed corner, so anyone yeah. could easily just grab it, run off, and make a quick getaway. I can't believe I can't believe it hasn't happened. You're right, but also they live in like a neighborhood. Yeah. It's not like they're on a city street in an exposed neighborhood where there's like a lot of foot traffic. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, the foot traffic are people who live kind of there. True, but right? I feel like, yes, it is people who live in the neighborhood. I do feel, though, like a lot of the videos that, because my parents have that ring. Yeah. And you often get, they'll show you videos of people stealing packages, and Phil's always in like those neighborhoods. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, this story that I was reading from ex- uh, shows there's the police just get overwhelmed by these calls, so they're not really doing much for it. They still want people to call because they're kind of tracking it, but I don't know. I feel like uh, package thefts like car break-ins are tracked by San Francisco police. There were 35,217 reports mm-hmm. um, this year through October, so this year alone which is actually a decrease from the same period last year. So I don't know. It's weird. Um, There's like neighborhood vigilantes on this next door app too. people who are like posting photos and getting angry about these thieves. But I feel like some of that leads to weirdness. My neighborhood, for example, like there's been messages where it's like, Hey, we saw a black guy walking and it's bizarre that they're like, I, I don't know. It's a, 
it's hard to kind of if you don't see someone do a crime, just like walking through your neighborhood isn't a crime, right? Yeah. And so it oftentimes leads to weird kind of like profiling, which is awkward and yeah, I think I, not I, I think super I've told, helpful. I've told this story in the show before. Um, my estranged cousin Richard. I, for those of you know, who are listening, haven't listened in a while. I have an estranged cousin named Richard who's a weekend with me and gay, and. Uh, and he told me a story about a, a Latino guy, an older Latino guy that he knew that lived in this one old building, like a cool, like in a cool, like in the Castro, let's say, right? And he's just lived there since the seventies, okay. And since the um, the what do they call it again? When you since since that area has been um, what's the name of that? What do you, what's that term? I, I can't remember the term. I don't know what you're talking Gentrified. about. Retrofitted? Since, no, since the gentrification of the neighborhood, now his building, but he has rent control. His building has become like, you know, like the hip, cool, like, um, we have those like vending machines, but they're not really vending machines in the lobby kind of places and, you know, all yeah. that whole thing, right? And, um, it's now all the people that used to live there are gone except for him. And it's all now these like these tech people. And one day he got an alert. Like they had like a picture went to all the mailboxes. Like they're like, uh, beware of this strange man who broke into the house. And it was it's him. him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's lived there for like 30, 40 years. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, but he's Latino and they're all like, uh, he's dark. So this guy doesn't belong, right? Yeah, this guy doesn't belong. Hmm. Um, okay, so I think I told this story on the show. I was so excited how I was going to take Sweet Michael to the fancy sizzler. Do you remember this? Sure. And sort of. Yeah. For those of you who who don't have a Sizzler in your neighborhood, Sizzler is this disc. Oh, yeah. Remember my mom wanted to, they, they, they they toss your salad, Joey? Remember that story? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told Sweet Michael about Sizzler. He's like, oh, what is this Sizzler? And I told him, he goes like, he didn't. He's like, oh, this sounds weird and crazy. I want to go there. I'm like, you really don't. But I'll take you to the fancy Sizzler on the way to Palm Springs, right? Yeah. So... On the way to Palm Springs, we stop at the fancy Sizzler. And look, here's a deal. Sizzler isn't expensive, but it isn't cheap. So, like, the salad bar is like 15 bucks, right? Okay. Yeah. But then all you can eat salad bar. You can, you know, can get the chicken wings and the this and the that. And, and I mean, like, it's a good deal if you're a pig. Yeah. Right. Some room temperature cottage cheese. No, yeah, that's at the ugly one, but at the at the fancy one that I took him to, that's not like that. You'd be surprised, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you're right. Typically, yes. So take him to the fancy sizzler where you know whatever. The one thing I want to point out is, I think I got buffet shamed. Is what I'm saying. So <laughs> I so we get our plate, and Mike, I mean my sweet Michael, uh, you know, piles on like, um, he put some salad, but he also put like. Um, I don't know, unhealthy things on there, right? Mm-hmm. It was fine, whatever he got, I don't remember what it was, right? And then um, I get, I go, I've told him, I, I always start out with a salad because I want to feel like I'm eating healthy. I got like, like literally the most unhealthy salad ever. It was like some romaine lettuce with like blue cheese dressing and bacon and all this shit on it, right? And then we both, I we both finish, and I go, right, I'm gonna go back. You want to go back? And he's like, No, I'm done. <laughs> he went one time, oh, and that was it. Yeah, he doesn't know how to do a salad bar, he or he was doing do what he wants. He was doing what he wants. He was doing what he wants. But I was like, I felt guilty. Like I just wasted his money. Like we should have just gone then to like anywhere. Why? Why go to the fancy sister if you're not gonna pile on chicken wings and go to get the shitty apple pie with the soft serve ice cream on top of it and and the macaroni and cheese and the hush puppies? You know, like all this. The point is to eat and have two bowls of clam chowder. Like, what is the point of going if you're not doing that? Yeah. So I felt guilty. That's what I agree. Anyone cares about what happened with Michael the Fancy Sizzler? That's what happened to the Fancy Sizzler. Also, uh, people don't know this because you know everyone knows Palm Desert. It's a desert. You know Palm Springs also, right? Mm-hmm. You think desert, but they actually have like a mountain right there, like a big giant mountain, and you can take a funicular, like a big air tram. Have you done this? The tram that goes to the top? No, I've seen it though. Yeah, yeah. So Michael and I did, and when you do, it's, like, it's weird, it was like 65, 70 degrees there in Palm Springs, and then you take that tram all the way up to the top, and it, all of a sudden it's snow. They warn you, oh, you wow. know? Yeah, they're like, yeah. it's going to drop 40 degrees, so dress appropriately. So we did, 
And we went up there. Here's what's weird. And so, like, we kind of decided. I wouldn't say it was unplanned, but we going up the tram wasn't a, a thing that we thought of. And we were, oh, we're going to do that. But we did it. I'm parking. my, I, But we were running late before the next tram started. So I said, Mike, Michael, I'm going to drop you off. You go buy the tickets. I'll park the car. I parked the car. And I parked the car. I hear, Joe Batanz? Hmm. And I turn around. And it's friend of the show, Shannon and her husband. What? Yeah. <laughs> Parked right next to me. We got and, there. I mean, for people who don't understand California geography, you guys are nowhere close to L.A. No, we're like, nowhere close to L.A. And we parked right next weird. to each other at the same time. They were meeting. Dave. I feel like. Go ahead. I feel like if you, I don't know, posted on Instagram and she was like, oh, my God, I'm in Palm Springs yeah. right now, too. That would be a coincidence. Yeah. Like, this is not just a coincidence. This is, like, ultra coincidental because yeah. you guys are in the same parking lot. We're both in Palm Springs. We're, we both had to go to the tramp at that moment and park at the exact same time right next to each other. That's so weird. Yeah. So they were here there with his family. So we went in. But then um, they wanted to go and hang out. Like, there's, like, a lodge up there. And they did that. And then we went into the snow. If you went on Instagram, you saw the pictures of us in the snow and whatnot. And uh, for the most part, those are like the big highlights um, uh, from the trip. Uh, I mean, we, we oh, oh, I know what's something that might be interesting. You know that I'm sure well, in San Francisco, I saw they reapproved. They, they gave permission to two of these scooter lines uh, yeah. to come back. I, I've, I've fallen in love with the scooters, Mike Lawson. Oh, really? I've never paid for one. Oh, I, like it, I've never been on one. Yeah, yeah. It, okay, I it, uh, the early adopters were these total frat boy douchebags, right? I used to see them like fuck those guys, right? It is kind of perfect. I'm not gonna lie, because sometimes have you ever been in this case where it's too far to walk, or it'd be a long far walk, but then it's like too short for an Uber. Sure. Like there's that weird in between where you're like, oh, I could do the walk, but it'd be like a really long, annoying walk. I just want to get there, and I just want to do an Uber. I don't. But an Uber would be like, why would I do that? These scooters are perfect for that. Or if you want to, like, it's actually perfect for like sightseeing in a neighborhood. Like, uh, I could see it being perfect in San Francisco. But like, um, yeah, we were in Santa Monica, and we, at first we did it that we thought would be funny. We had a park far away from this restaurant, and we we Michael and I passed by two of the scooters. We're like, yeah. Why don't we just take the scooter to the restaurant? So we signed up right then. What's fu- <laughs> What's funny is by that point we were close enough. We were meeting. We were meeting After Buzz TV's Jay Ellis and his boyfriend um, mm-hmm. for uh, l- uh, lunch, and we it took. We were having. So we were like downloading the app, signing up, doing all that drama, and Jay Ellis texts me and says, "I can see you guys. Just walk over here." <laughs> <laughs> but I just ignored him and then I took a scooter over there. Um and so but Wait, yeah, hey, this, you also said Yeah. You said that you posted um some pictures on Instagram and your Instagram is at Joe Batanz. I just want to tell people. And you posted a picture, you said uh, my spec submission for casual mail XL. Yeah. Joey, that is such a good picture. Thank it you. It looks really good. Um Michael took it, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Michael has the new iPhone. I'm going to tell you something. Usually, we'll go like, oh, the, the camera is so much better. I can't tell the difference. You can clear. I'm not just plugging a, a thing for iPhone on the 10s. You can clearly tell the difference. Uh, the photos come out so good on that iPhone 10s. I'm just going to tell you. They're really, really, really okay. good photos. Anyway. Well, this Palm Springs aerial tramway photo of you is great. Thank uh, you. And you can follow him at Joe Batanz. Uh So the point is this. The scooters, I'm a big fan. I downloaded, downloaded all the scooter apps. I'm pro scooter. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I might jump on one for some reason if I need it. Oh, because it's a dollar fifty. Yeah, but the thing is, is like when I need it, I'm like, I just want to get there quickly. I yes. can walk there. It'll take me this long, or I could download the app and it'll take me that same exact amount of time because I have to download the app and figure all that shit out. Well, download the app now. Yeah, well, there's so many of them. Am oh, I going to be next to a bird? But hold and on for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Well, Uber's about to buy bird. But um, but Uber and Lyft already have them built into their apps. They do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up here? Are you sure? Well, they do down here. Oh, but yeah, but you don't have that's right. over. In, well, in San Francisco, it's even easier because they only allowed two. <laughs> it's like scoot and skip. 
are the only ones that are going to be allowed to operate in San Francisco. Um, I've never seen a scoot or a skip. Well, you're going to start seeing them because they're the only ones that got approval. Yeah. They won the lottery. In my in my Lyft app, there's nothing about. Oh scooters. yeah, because yeah, because San Francisco banned it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll figure it out one day. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, what else? Anything else going on with you that we? Oh. I have yeah. a story, yeah. kind of if quick. Yeah. Speaking of walking places, mm-hmm. the other day, Joey, I uh, got off my BART train at like, I don't know, maybe 8.30 in the evening. It's mm-hmm. dark out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go the scenic route. I'm going to stop at the grocery store. Yeah. And I'm going to walk home. So the grocery store between BART and my home forces me to sort of walk through a neighborhood mm-hmm. that's not well lit. And that also has an uneven sidewalk. Mm -hmm. So I'm walking, listening to podcasts. It's dark out. And I kick some uneven sidewalk and I end up tripping. And Joey, I fell so hard. Like, I don't remember the last time I fell this hard. My hands were in my pockets when I fell Mm -hmm. because it was cold out. And I like ripped them out of my pockets, but like, caught myself at the last possible second in a weird way kind of on the backs of my hands and so one hand is like tore up on the like front side of it Mm -hmm. and then the other one on my palm has like a big scratch like gash Mm -hmm. and i tore up like my i have this like metal old-timey lunchbox like Mm a coleman lunchbox Mm -hmm. metal that i use and that kind of like got bent up on one side it's a pretty sturdy lunchbox but like part of that got bent up and i'm just like on the ground bloody covered in like leaves and stuff and like (laughs) just like nobody around to kind of even see that it happened which i guess is a good thing but as a human i kind of like want to acknowledge like hey this shit just happened like somebody like acknowledge oh my god you're alive Mm -hmm. because i like bit it hard on my shoulder Uh. and i'm i'm an old man like i don't take falls the way that i used to you know what i mean yeah i get it so i had like a sore shoulder that's kind of gone away but my hands are still beat up yeah Um, but here's the deal look on the bright side it's not herpes you don't have herpes you're right (laughs) anything that bad happens you can tell yourself you know what i don't got herpes i got syphilis later i just did the fake hand thing because you were, like, about to tell a joke, and you were like, well, at least you don't have herpes. And then I said it first. Yeah. Well, I don't care. It's okay. Yeah, but so your karma evens out, though. Yeah. So if oh, you were yeah, worried yeah, about yeah. what you did to that tour guide, <laughs> yeah. it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Ledger's sure, balance. Yeah. He's back in North Hollywood uh, just laughing away, listening live. <laughs> um, cool. That's kind of all. Uh, I don't have herpes. Mm-hmm. That's my life. In what do you got going on this week? This week I'm got some work stuff going on, and then we actually have a Christmas party for work coming mm-hmm. up this weekend, which I'm. I mean, we her Christmas party is really awful. Like you're not. It's no plus one is allowed, oh. and it's in the theater. Okay, and in the theater. Okay. They. I mean, they do have open bar, mm-hmm. uh, but they have. We get it catered by like um, there's a diner around the corner from the theater that does like that I guess partners with us. They'll always have like a one dish on their menu that they change so that it's like related to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got Hamilton not, sandwich and a ham sandwich. Exactly, or exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's not. It's like pretty awful diner food so it's not like i'm going in there all the time but like for color purple they added like lavender to one dish oh, and they called like it like the color stuff, purple like, whatever yeah it wasn't like yeah. fried chicken and watermelon or something like that yeah <laughs> so they cater it it's usually not so good and um not tons of vegetarian options so mm-hmm. maybe I'll they'll go have a have... grocery bag full of vomit for you maybe uh so that's this weekend and then that's really it. I did see Bronx Tale the Musical. I didn't tell you about that, but no. there's nothing really to talk about. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, not, no, no music. Uh, we're wrapping this mother up. Um, that's it. What's going on with you? What do you got going on this week? Um, well, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race comes back oh, with yeah. uh, with a vengeance, Mike Lawson. All-Stars 4 starts this Friday. I'll be pr- I think, actually, speaking of Shannon and Dave, Dave's the one that owns that podcast studio, and I think I'm supposed to 
broadcast live from there on Friday night immediately after the episode. And then I will be taking over with uh, on Saturdays uh, recording the regular recap with Sirius XM Radio's Larry Flick. And we will be recapping All-Stars 4 together. It's a whole thing, Mike Lawson. But then also on Thursday, my cousin Natalie wants to go to, you know that walking tour I did? Yeah. She wants to do the Art Deco one on Thursday. Cool. I've done the Art Deco one in Oakland. Oh, you have? Is it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. It's similar to what you had. The Mm -hmm. dude was like, we spent like 30 minutes talking about the Kaiser family and their history in Oakland and like importing fruit. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how you got there. It's just like the story he wanted to tell. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. Art Deco. Yeah, I, I think there'll probably be a lot of that too. And then um, on then on that night, I'm going to um, remember this old Newport Beach crew with Danielle and Beth and Ronnie and Melanie. Sure, we're yeah. all getting together on Thursday night for dinner. Cool. cool. Yeah. You should wear your Make America Great Again hat. Oh, I know. I, 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 Aren't there like? Avoid. I'm guessing. I actually don't know this. I feel like there's some Republicans in that group. Yeah, Melanie and I are not. But the last it was spoken of uh, was when I was dating Cameron during the election, and um, Ronnie and Danielle and Beth and got into it with me and Cameron about Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like, oh, just don't bring it up. No, no, I'm gonna. I'll walk out if they bring it up. All right. Well, it was nice catching up with you, Joey, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, well. Go to hell, Mike. Wait, hold on. Whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot how to do this show. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.